You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. It's time to talk about the Green Bay Packers. This is your Packers Update, the Daily Cheese, brought to you by Packernet.com and powered by Overtime Media. The Daily Cheese is a collaboration with the Packernet Podcast, hosted by Ryan Schlipp, the one and only Pack Daddy. And I am your host today, JJ Leahy. Happy Victory Monday, y'all. Dang, it feels good saying that. Two weeks in a row. The Green Bay Packers currently rank first in the NFL in terms of points scored per game with 42.5. Seattle is in second place at 36.5. Russell Wilson is indeed on fire, but not as on fire as the Packers. Just two games in, the Packers are at 85 points scored and over 1,000 yards total offense. This team is terrifying. Now, their defense is struggling a little bit, especially in the run defense. I do not expect that to continue. This same exact defense was very inconsistent last year. Sometimes they were absolutely on fire, locked down, and at other times, they looked more like what we've been seeing so far. Matt LaFleur admitted at halftime on Sunday, as the team was putting away the hapless Lions 42-21, that the reason he went for it several times on fourth down, instead of punting the ball away, is because he was not pleased with the results he was getting from his defense and did not trust them to stop the Lions from scoring points. Now, that did change after halftime, after a presumably strong talking to by Coach LaFleur. The defense did step it up a notch. I expect to see that trend continuing. I think they will look better in New Orleans this coming Sunday against the Saints. Looking ahead to that Saints matchup, let's look at some injuries. Devontae Adams exited the Lions game halfway through the third quarter with a hamstring injury. He did not return. Here's the good news. Sounds like he's doing just fine. Coach LaFleur said Devontae was frustrated he was not put back in the game. He wanted to go play. I was frustrated because Devontae is on my fantasy football team. However, this game was clearly well on its way to a blowout, and LaFleur did not think that the risk of injuring Devontae long-term was in any way worth it. Saints star wide receiver Michael Thomas is still projected to miss four to six weeks. I have my doubts. Michael Thomas said he feels fine. If Sean Payton thinks he can safely play Michael Thomas, I think we will see Michael Thomas on the field. If not, the Packers will be facing Emmanuel Sanders. As you've probably heard, the entire NFL is decimated by injury right now. This is a direct result of canceling the preseason and much of the offseason training. In case you weren't paying attention in the spring, 
the NFL and Players Union, went back and forth for a long time over the newest 10-year CBA, Collective Bargaining Agreement, in which the players lobbied strongly for an extended preseason and offseason to help condition their bodies to prevent the kind of injuries we usually see during the football year, especially in the beginning. The good news, they did get their wishes in that CBA. The bad news, COVID happened. OTAs, minicamps, team workouts, all canceled. Preseason games, gone. You have to play football to get your body conditioned to play football. Saquon Barkley is out for the year with a torn ACL, as is Cortland Sutton of the Denver Broncos. Christian McCaffrey is going to miss several weeks. Also in Denver, Drew Locke is going to be gone for quite some time. He has a torn shoulder. Actually, the Broncos have also been missing Juwan James, A.J. Boye, and Von Miller, probably the most important player on the team. Side note, if you are a wide receiver with NFL aspirations, who for some reason is listening to my podcast, do yourself a favor. Do not go play for the New York Jets. That position is cursed. They have lost so many wide receivers this past offseason, preseason, and now it continues into the regular season. This is the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher job at Hogwarts. Rashad Perriman is the latest victim of this curse. The Chargers lost starting quarterback Tyrod Taylor. They had to put first-round pick Justin Herbert in the game already, and he did look really good. However, no team in football has been hit by the injury bug harder and worse than the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, I can't pretend to be too sad about that, but let's go through the list. Running back Tevin Coleman, expected to miss several weeks with a knee injury. Running back Raheem Mostert, possibly tore his MCL, could miss some time. They are still waiting on the results of his MRI. D. Ford and Nick Bosa, both going to miss quite some time. Ford's injury is listed as a back problem. Nick Bosa is believed to have possibly torn his ACL. Let's continue. Defensive end Solomon Thomas, tight end George Kittle, and quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, unfortunately for the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo might be okay. He could still potentially play this Sunday against the Giants. George Kittle will continue to miss some time with a sprained MCL and a bone bruise. Which brings us to the Packers. Now, Lane Taylor tore his ACL. Somehow, he's still not on injured reserve. Not sure what's going on there yet. My guess, the team just has not had a need for his roster spot yet. However, just to clear up any confusion, you do need your ACL in order to walk. So if you're wondering if Lane Taylor might still suit up, no, he won't. Equinemia St. Brown, however, has been moved to IR. He needs to miss at least two more games before he is eligible to be reactivated. Green Bay actually has a couple of roster spots to play with now. I wouldn't be shocked to see fullback slash tight end John Lovett get one of those jobs. The Packers elevated him from the practice squad twice. That is the limit. They can't do it a third time. In week one versus the Vikings, he played 14 snaps on special teams, one on offense. In week two against the Lions, he played 11 offensive snaps and just seven on special teams. So that is trending in the direction you want to go if you're John Lovett. The question everybody wants answered, though, is what about Mr. Kenny Clark? The Packers' run defense struggled a bit before he got hurt in Week 1 versus the Vikings. They were much worse after he left, and they weren't that great this past week either. Well, we have no news on that front at all. The Packers are keeping tight-lipped. We will not get an injury update until Wednesday. However, he did not practice at all last week. The Packers are holding him out due to concern over a groin injury. Per Kenny Clark, he's starting to feel better. If Kenny misses practice this week, expect him to be inactive versus the Saints. That does it for today. For more in-depth analysis and a look at Packers strategy, make sure you're subscribed to the Packernet Podcast, hosted by the Pack Daddy, Ryan Schlipp. 
Keep up on all the Green Bay Packers news by going to Packernet.com and follow the Packernet podcast on Facebook. My name is JJ Leahy. You can follow me on Twitter at JJLAHEY. And this has been the Daily Cheese, your Green Bay Packers news update.